0: But at the end of the day, the difference is saying, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of forcing myself to do things that don't resonate so that I can meet a world that doesn't see me. I'm going to just see me. And upon seeing me, I create my reality. Hey, this is Colin
1: Cadet.
2: And Alexa Claire.
1: It's Sky Blanks. And you're listening to the 2721 Club. All, hey, open up your
2: mind. Welcome to another episode of 2721 Club. I'm so happy to announce today that we have our first ever guest. Oh my gosh. Okay. His name is Jason Ramirez. Ramirez. Jason, tell us about yourself. Tell us everything, please. All right. So hello, everyone.
3: My name is Jason Ramirez. I am the producer and host of the Hitless podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about movies. They're on our watch list, cross them off. We discussed them, where they hit, where they miss, and we also learned how they were made. And season five is releasing now, and it's now on video, so you're able to watch it on Spotify and YouTube. And yeah, if you like movies, if you don't like movies, still a good podcast either way. So, I'm glad to be here. Uh, These guys- uh, We're glad uh, to um, have you. Awesome.
2: Okay, good. All right, so here we go. The reason why we wanted him on was because of his interesting college experience. Uh, that honestly goes into what we're talking about today. So today we're really talking about the academic bubble, right? And multiple p- parts of it. So we're talking about the academic bubble in regard to it being, first of all, something that we've been taught as needing to access, right? We got to, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. We all got to go to college. All right, let's talk about that. Do we have to go to college? Was it something that was necessary? Was it something that um, was beneficial? Was it something that wasn't beneficial? So on and so forth, right? And then we're also going to go into, people that kind of stay in school, just to stay in school because it's security. It's something that we've all known for so long. So we've just gone through what, 16 years of schooling past undergrad. like once you went to undergrad and everything after that, pursuing even more and understanding why you're doing that and why some people, it makes sense. Others, it doesn't. So really going into that. And then finally, let me see, let me see, let me see. Finally, understanding No, that was it guys. Right. That's really what we want to talk about. That was the focus. Um, I mean, we'll we'll jump off from there, but for now I really just want to dive into that. And I kind of want to go into my experience first actually. So I was one of those that was really excited for college. Uh, I know that this is not everybody. I know for a fact that this is not my brother, for example, he's someone who's like, do I have to go? (laughs) Uh, But for me, like I was really excited for college. I was so excited for study abroad. I was so excited to meet people from all over the world, not just the country. I was excited for classes. I was excited for class debates. I was excited for really cool readings and cool professors. Like I really was idealizing it in regard to like what you would see on TV and different episodes and thinking like, oh my gosh, it's going to be me. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I watched A Different World, right? And A Different World changed my life. I love that show so much. I was like, I'm going to go to Hillman College. (laughs) We all know it does not exist, but you know, I was like, I'm going to go to Hillman College. I am going to be Whitley Gilbert's. And it's what I wanted. It just was exactly amazing. So then finally went through cool beans. It was, uh, what it was. We can go into that later. Uh, (laughs) Um, but I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Not one bit. And honestly, after post-grad, like graduating, all I could think was like, I kind of, I miss school. I miss school so much. And I'm like wondering myself, do I miss school or do I miss learning? Do I miss being in a space where success was very clear? It was yellow marked highlighter. This is what success means. You get A's, your professor likes you, you're looked for in the group studies, so on and so forth. Like it was so clear, but now outside of that, um, at least at first I was definitely struggling. Now I feel much more comfortable with it, but right out of college, just graduating, even though I had a job, I was very much like, man, like I've only been in school for 16 years and now I'm out and- I don't necessarily know what success looks like because I attached so much of my worth to that, so much of my influence to that. Like I was the girl on campus like, oh yeah, hey Alexa, hey, are you doing that? Are you, am I gonna see you there? it was part of the social aspect of it too that I just fed on. I think I liked the attention. I think I liked being looked for. I think I liked knowing that, yeah, like the community aspect, exactly, like the community aspect of it. And I also like being challenged. I like my mind being stretched. Like we went to a school where there were students that said stuff that I have not <laughs> ever heard before in my life. Some extremely offensive, others just out there and wild. And then people who look like me, who have had experiences that I can't possibly imagine, both good and bad. And being in classrooms with people like that, that could stretch my mind and see different parts of the reading that I never would have was invigorating for me and not having that after now being in the life where people like scrolling on Twitter, scrolling on Instagram, that's all they know. And they're just kind of following cancel culture and following whatever they see is told is right. It's not, it doesn't really do anything for me. So I want to know what post-grad has been like for y'all and how the academic bubble um, touched your lives. And I'm going to start with our guest. I'm going to start with our guest. He gets first dibs.
3: All right. So thank you, Alexa for, um, for that. Um, very different perspective for from, from me, because not a lot of people know this, but I started school when I was two years old, because I didn't know how to speak. Like I was at the age where I was supposed to speak, but I just wasn't. So part of my developmental thing, I went to like a special school that was near um, UMD because I used to live near there when I was a kid. And since then, i had been going to school. And when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I like like the typical kid. Like, hey, decide for your, what do you want to study for. Like, how much money you'll spend on your on your education for years to come. And I'm like, seventeen. I'm like, I don't know. I really I literally don't know. And they were having this conversation with me since I was like fourteen. And I'm like, I seriously don't know what I want to do. And I so I essentially I I went to community college, which I loved my time at community college. That's where I. Grew as a person. That's where I grew my skills. I learned a lot in the three years I was there, which is a lot longer than you're supposed to be in community college, but it is what it is, I guess. Um, because I met people from different countries. Here's my dog. He just wants to. <laughs> oh
2: my goodness, how think I,
3: I noticed, I saw that. I'm
0: like, is that a dog? And I'm so
2: happy yeah. it actually
0: was. What's his,
3: What's name? his yeah. name? His name is Spiraline. So hello Spiruline. Speedaline. Okay.
2: Spitalin.
3: A, oh, little little
0: little lee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he a very cute dog. Yeah, he has a, he quite a personality. He usually doesn't
3: interrupt me, I'm, can interrupt me in when I am doing face. this. He's like, what's oh, up, he's y'all? He's like, y'all taking attention away from me?
2: Hello, baby. <laughs> so he's cute.
0: He, 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 wanted, he wanted to hear more about your, your uh, college experience. Yeah. <laughs> so When I
3: graduated with my AA in community college, I still didn't know where I wanted to transfer to. So I took like a break between transferring because I didn't want to like make a decision on a whim. So that one year gap I had, I was working three different part-time jobs and eventually a full-time job as a security guard so I can get enough money. So that when I did transfer, I would have enough money so I didn't need to get a loan. So I applied to and then I got into UMD, University of Maryland College Park for their communication program um, focused on digital media. And I got there and you know what? It was something that's like the most optimistic way I, I can say it. I should have chosen somewhere closer to home because the drive there was always a struggle. I was like the only one like one of two people from that program driving more than 40 minutes to get to the school like whenever I'd go. So it was always a struggle because I had to essentially like drop my extracurricular activities like kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, which I love to do. And I had to stop doing that because I was working and I was commuting to school uh, full time for both. So uh, I experienced like burnout really fast in that first semester. Mm-hmm. And my... Last two semesters, I was, I became the president of the club I founded at the university. Mm-hmm. And then that's exactly when COVID hit. Like my first semester COVID hit, I'm like, God damn it. I'm the president of this club. What am I going to do? <laughs> Dang, yeah. So then I, you know, I made the most out of it. You know, we we were doing things for the first time essentially. And the fact that the club is still going now, like three years after I left, like two or three years after I left, I'm like, huh. Yeah. I guess I was the leader that they needed, you know? <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Not
3: the, not the one I deserve, but the one they needed. Like, no they, they got irritated with me a lot. But like, I knew all right, if they all blamed me for one thing, they wouldn't <laughs> think about other things. So <laughs> it was like a weird way of looking at it. And for those of you who are in the club, um, that's exactly how it felt like. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So as far as like um, school experience, um, collectively, if I could put it on like a couple of sentences, summarize it all. Yeah. Mm as far as the college I learned so much more in Howard Community College than I did at University of Maryland. Wow. I grew much more as a person. I proved my worth there far faster than I would have if I'd yeah. gone to University of Maryland from the start. Gotcha. And when I, once I, once I got to UMD it just felt like redundant at that point. Yeah. That makes sense. And post grad life like you were asking, it's been a struggle.
0: Mm-hmm. It's been a struggle. Yeah.
3: Um I don't want to put my whole Experience in there because like I'm still not comfortable sharing with it with with people. Yeah. Um, but to no, put it like very just shortly, just
0: that. it's ahead. been a struggle. Yeah,
2: but absolutely. I'm still here. You still well, here, it, my guy? Your heart's beating. I'm still me. Here.
0: You're still <laughs> here. Um, and that's important, right? Um, you're still here. You're still um showing up and 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 you know um creating value for yourself and whatever respect that you can. So. I'm gonna go ahead and jump in, but Jason, thank you for sharing. The reason why I just said what I just said, in terms of you're still here and showing up for yourself and bring and creating value for yourself, whereby you can, is because actually a friend and a, a friend of I, a friend of mine, uh, and I were talking about this recently, which was, um, you know, before we get there, let me we'll, we'll talk about the college experience. But I just want I I I went to that place because I was just like, oh, how can we still create value for ourselves? Like, what's the difference between it's almost like, you know, if, if, if this is a season for rest, how can we still pour into ourselves? And, and, and is, is that valued the same, um, as uh development that might ha- be happening academically? Like is personal cultivation and development valued the same and what's like more important, but anyways, um, I want to talk about just this, the college experience and my own college experience. So, um, I've actually spent a lot of time on this. And um, I think a lot of times we talk about, I think the, that there's a romanticization of college through sure. media. Um, so it's like, that's the best four years of your life, right? And mm-hmm. so a lot of people go into college with that attitude. They're like, oh, this is going to be the best four years of my life. I'm going to have these you know, life-changing experiences. I'm about to become, a, you know, all of these different things are going to happen that are going to be almost larger than life. And I think that to the extent that that may not happen or if it's lackluster, and I think that COVID was a very big turning point in a lot of our personal imagination of ourselves but then as a society, um, it changes things for you. Um, I will speak on my perspective. Uh, Was college the best four years of my life? Um, No, but (laughs) I do think that I've had a lot of really uh, impactful experiences as as somebody who was a college student. I don't have my degree, but I attended college for over four years. I'm very college educated, actually, but I also self-educate uh, because I have a passion for learning. So even after I am not in classes, I spend a great deal of my time educating myself about a multitude of topics. But uh, let me just talk specifically about the academic bubble and what was college for me and and did I, did I feel like uh, that romanticization translated. I, had a, I also had a bit of a unique experience. Um, I was awarded the Posse, uh, scholarship in high school. And, um, my college experience was quite unique in the sense that I came in on a program that actually primed you to experience college in a very specific way with nine other students within your city. So we actually used to meet every week and talk about what college would be like and all of these different things to expect and whatever have you. And so, um, that also influenced me a lot, you know, for better, or for worse, because it just made me start expecting things like it definitely contributed to like whereby there already was this dormant expectation from like media romanticization. Now I'm going into things with like another degree of expectation because of like being a posse scholar. But that that's not obvious. That's not necessarily a bad thing, actually. In a lot of ways, it, 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 it served me constructively. Anyways, um, I also have a unique experience as being somebody who's a member of Greek life, and I experienced that while in college. And um, that also influenced my college experience a, a bit. But and, and, in both respects, it was um, it was very illuminating, uh, I will say. Uh, but I mean, I listen, I could spend a lot of time on this, but I want to I want to just sort of be a little I just want to I, I just want to get to the main points. Right. So here's my main perspective. Society. Incentivizes. A certain standardization of behavior. And we are primed at a very early age, whereby even in elementary school, they are teaching you sometimes their the motivational structure and within an academic bubble is not actually about um what are you interested in? Why are you doing this? It's just that um you know hey if i get a good grade that comes with this and so it's like it's almost like you are you're not really thinking about um i don't i don't want to get too much into a societal criticism but it's just to say that it's like there are, there are, there are certain um subtle ways that um the way that we're primed when we're very young causes us to not think about what we actually want and we're just trying to get a good grade and um when you when you actually get to college you're expected to know all of these different things about what you want out of life and you're just like i just did good in school now i'm here (laughs) and it's like now i have to figure all these other things out and um the deeper you go with yourself the more the, the the more you might realize hey um this isn't in vibration for me um this is not in resonance for me but anyways um I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a little all over the place right now because this is like I've spent so much time on this. But all I'm trying to say is that, like, um, I think that it's just important to actually take a step back from whatever influences you may be operating from um, when it comes to thinking about school and just like recognize that, like, you know, school it can look a multitude of different ways for a multitude of different people. And depending on whatever your professional path is, you don't actually need always to get a degree and in a lot of cases, the undergrad degree won't necessitate success, it won't necessitate uh, pros- prosperity. In my opinion, what I feel is a lot more important is actually taking time to understand yourself. So in America, sev- over 70% of high school graduates go to college, but that's actually not the same statistic worldwide. Um, I think back in like 2017, if I'm not mistaken, in the UK it was about 33% of students, it was a lot lower of a, of a, of a figure. Um, that went to school, a lot of them uh, are directly out of college. A lot of them might've tried something different. They may have traveled. They may have, um, you know, um, done an apprenticeship, things that are a lot different because the I think that the onus is just, I want to get an understanding of myself. And from that point forward, that can inform whatever I choose to do career-wise. I don't think that's the case in America. Um, there's a big pressure to just go to higher education immediately. And so what ends up happening is you have 18-year-olds who don't really know what they're, like what they want. Factual. But they're still operating from that like same energy that they experienced like in high school and middle school, elementary school of just like, okay, like I just gotta do this thing because that's just what's what's expected to be done. But once again, it's like always question like why are you doing this thing? Because like, do you, like seriously, what is your motivation? And um really what you want to seek is fulfillment. Yeah, and I can get a lot deeper into my personal journey, but I just wanted to speak on just more broadly, um, the uh the 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 mental uh reflection of school itself and whether or not it makes sense i think that it's 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 very important to just sometimes detach yourself from um the 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 romanticization and recognize that it's so much more important for you to develop as a person than for you to you know meet this demand because you might be disappointed and um that's life that's life. And it's important for you to take a step back and still say, Hey, my responsibility was not to, you know, you can't control whether or not school is what you expected it to be. But what you can control is your own inner development and your character. Right. And that's like stoic philosophy. So, um, you know, from not going forward, you can start um, experiencing a more fulfilling life, whether or not college connected, but sorry, go ahead, Scar.
1: Oh, yeah, I just wanted to build off a little bit what you said and talk about my experience, which is, it's interesting, all four of us have different experiences, right? You have someone who completed a bachelor's, um, you know, straight through from the, uh, you know, undergrad, did a study abroad, did, you know, two semesters abroad, came back and did that at Alexa. Yeah, you know, Jason started out community college, transferred and went to, um, you know, UMD and finished bachelor's. And then you have Colin who did four years of school but had many different experiences, but you know, due to circumstances, couldn't get the degree. Then you have me who just stuck with school, I'm still in school, <laughs> and um, you know, looking to graduate this semester. And you know, it's it's been it's been an experience, right? Like like Colin was saying earlier, it's expectation a little bit by society that you have to degree especially like us all let's recognize it we're all people of color we all have like higher expectations a higher hurdle and a, 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 a um, higher expectation of like you need to outshine everyone else because you're already at a disadvantage so you do everything else you can do to build up you know your arsenal of um you know certifications degrees to show that you're the best person on paper because the world's already pinned against you and so i think that has been my perspective like growing up was like Hey, one. I'm the first born, first gen to college. Mm-hmm. I uh, my parents only did high school, so I I had no guidance. They're like, just figure it out. <laughs> like, you know, you have to, uh, you know, get a degree. And, and education's always been emphasized in my house. Like, you have to have straight A's. And my dad was like, and he, we'll show a picture of my dad over here. He's a big man. <laughs> like, he was like I'll beat your butt. Like, you know, like you can't come home without uh, A. And so, even though like. I went to a high school that was very specialized in like STEM and engineering. I thought I wanted to be a scientist, an engineer. I realized that's not for me. Um, I'm more about social sciences and learning more about like how, you know, business works and how, you know, economics works. Um, that was more of my passion. So, you know, kind of stumbling upon GW. And the only reason I really picked GW, because at first you're in this bubble. And this is where I lived in New Jersey, which was like, I went to a specialized school, but a lot of people I played sports with were my hometown friends. And they were all had expectation of like, the way to get out of where you are is to get a sports scholarship. Mm-hmm. And you get a sports scholarship, you play football, and you're all set. But <laughs> I was like, my dad basically uh, was very uh, blunt with me, it was like, you're not playing in the NFL, don't waste your time, you're gonna just hurt your body, go where you feel like you, you have a home. And so I picked my, my college because of DC, I love DC. Um, and GW is just a good, a good school. And I was like, okay, this all makes sense. And so, um, I think what a lot of times is if you don't find a home or your people at an institution, mm. then your experience, you know, can be very distasteful. Um, if you don't feel safe, you don't feel respected. It's hard, and 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 that that's that's the case for a lot of people. Is like people even yeah, go PWIs. to my institution, yeah, PWIs. You if you don't have that the bucket of people that are like, that's your, your wall. That's the people that are going to, you can go to and like complain about things about then you're like, feel alone. Um, And so being like on campus, being able to find my community, even though I was, you know, involved in so much stuff, it was overwhelming. Sometimes I was still like, was positive. It was like, I'm being respected. I'm enjoying these classes. I'm, you know, I like the system and that really was positive for me. And so I really, I really enjoyed my time um, through university. I made an impact and I was able to get a fellowship to continue my studies in my masters. And that's been fruitful because what's the value of I think what education is, and I think like what universities, the value they bring of like why this university over this university is that it's what people it attracts. And so, you know, being able to have an international city. And having people from all different backgrounds in that diversity of learning from each other, that's I think the most valuable thing. It doesn't have to deal in you know, deal with just the um curriculum, but it's also the people it brings and the professors that it brings and things like that that have these lived experiences that you can relate to or help you learn more about. And that's what's attracted to me. So I think people can get that other other places mm-hmm. by doing, you know, um working abroad, doing stuff with you know a fellowship abroad or working in a trade abroad or working somewhere new i think people need to get out of their bubble of like where they grew up and find that new place um where they can really flourish and um be successful and yeah like i overall like i do see the academic bubble as being comforting but i'm also like tired of it mm-hmm. i i don't I like i like you're always a student at heart throughout but you it's time to get out of there and, and grow and i think a lot of people I think transition to it you have mentioned alexa it's like people use it as a crutch yeah and like if i'm indecisive of what i want to do in my life i'm just going to keep doing school because people can't complain like oh you're in school so you must be doing right. something right
2: exactly
1: and i think <laughs> right. that like unfortunately like
2: hey y'all taking a quick break to check in and see how you're enjoying the show if you're learning from and loving what you're hearing be sure to subscribe to us on youtube and follow the show on spotify and apple podcasts now I've got to say, don't forget to leave reviews, y'all, because that's how you show us that real love. We're also active on Instagram and TikTok at @2721.club. All right, that's all I wanted to say. Back to the show.
0: You know, I don't know. I've, I've gone through a very particular experience, and it's been very just, you know, difficult because um, it's just dissonance. Not even, like, my own internal dissonance, but just, like, I think the dissonance, people experience dissonance in terms of how they imagine me um you know i've always been a high achieving person and once again i was awarded a very competitive scholarship i'm in a exclusive fraternity that is quite um pristine and rigorous um like it's a rigorous it's not it's not easy to just be a part of this organization um and you know i'm a highly intelligent person so um when people heard that, hey, like, you're not continuing with school, like, what do you mean? It's like it created this dissonance for them. And even it even created dissonance for me just because of how, much, how long I've identified with that part of myself. But I just was a little bit more critical as far as how I considered the whole matter, meaning that I recognized that there may be a relative value to having a degree, but I just didn't feel like it superseded my internal um, needs. And like meaning that, um with my like condition and my um uh diagnosis, the academic bubble didn't serve me, and the pacing of certain classes and the the nature of how they were being taught did not correspond to how my brain works, even though I understood the material very well and was often pulled aside by professors and you know was and and i, was, I have i had conversations with people were, where I was you know. I was spoken about in a in a positive way, saying, "Hey, we appreciate your feedback to the class. It helps the overall class." And you know, I, it wasn't a matter of me not knowing things enough. It was just that the way that I um, think and the way that I am as a person, it just doesn't isn't really complimentary to that that academic bubble and and that that way of living. It actually was actually worse on me. And because there's a certain expectation from society and there's a certain expectation. And how people imagine me, it was like by choosing myself and saying, hey, I'd actually rather honor my needs right now and go on this path of internal reconciliation, which can obviously project itself externally, whereby I'll feel, I'll feel more fulfilled by life, rather than just like doing something out of fear, doing something out of expectation, and therefore feeling very unfulfilled, depressed, apathetic, and, all, and in the long run, it would frame my sense of integrity. Chose myself, but what ended up happening though is, even if you're at peace with yourself, um, sometimes you, you would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world, or at peace with yourself and at war with the world? And it, what ends up happening is you choose a choice like that, and because it's so dissonant, everybody's just like, "What are you talking about?"
2: Could I? Like could I actually you
0: like you're lesser than yourself when it's like actually it takes a lot of personal integrity and courage to take a step away from what most people are doing and say, "No, I still." you know, can offer something of value to this world and to myself because I'm not trying to force something that I'm not connecting to right now. Because on some level, that's just people pleasing. And I'm of the belief that you actually are a lot more effective to yourself and others when you um, you can honor your own needs first, and then you could meet other people's needs. And that makes you even...
2: I actually really, Colin, want to go over what you just said, because um is because part of what we're talking about earlier even like in in regards to your community like how college is one of the last times anyone is going to be in a community of people that is going through a lot of the same stuff that they are not necessarily the same things like interpersonally you know like oh yeah my in terms of like how you're feeling about things but in terms of like oh we are all in classes oh we are all looking for internships oh we are all Exploring our first jobs or really having two part time jobs for the first time or whatever, like where you are in community with other people, and how so often I think that that really creates such a great it can be really empowering, right? How you were talking about how you felt respected, how you felt like you were a part of something, but it can also be incredibly isolating depending on whether or not it's something that you feel that you can subscribe to naturally, right? Like, I'm thinking so much of even like. My best friend, my sister Tim Taylor, like how she struggles a lot at GW with understanding the classes and just trying to figure out how the heck to study for certain classes, how to get the grades that she was so used to getting in high school and how now she actually has to work for it. Because so I feel like a lot of us for those that like didn't really have to work for our A's, like it was just like, Yeah, like we got this, whatever. But then you go to college and it's a whole other kind of ball game of understanding how to do work. And for her, it was so new. And it was something that really hit her confidence, hit her self-esteem, especially because confidence is so outward facing, but inward facing is self-esteem, right? And this matter that so many others, like how you're talking about yourself, how I think being in that kind of community can be so isolating for some because it's like teaching a it's like based on teaching a fish how to climb a tree like you're that fish is going to feel real dumb when really that's not it's that's not how it does things that's not not how how it operates operates. so to be in community with people that are so many of whom are subscribing to this and are actually thriving within it empowered by it like for myself i very much felt empowered by it yes you know there were some moments i was like okay i could do without this but for the majority of it i was like i'm really thriving right now whereas some for some like perhaps like for yourself or for taylor or heck my brother right now it is a struggle where it's yeah. like man like you really got to wrestle with understanding like your journey to understanding who you are which is what college is really for right it's this matter of being able to be exactly. in a secluded area where you can be isolated and just really focus on the things that matter which is you know yeah. I, ideally. ideally being in that can be either a prison or something that you thrive within and it's so based on how you're able to pers- uh, make it perceive it right and make it true for yourself so I think I really want to talk about the crutch side of it, especially, and then go into like the value of school. Cause in terms of like what you're talking about first gen and whatnot, like, no, I do not believe college is necessary for everyone. I, I'm going to say that. I do not believe college is necessary for everyone, but I think for people of color, it is something that is required because what our ancestors fought for this, right? They were like literally fighting for this. Like there was a time where we would not have been allowed in school. So now to say, Oh, no, it's not really for me. Oh no, I don't really need it. It's
1: it's like a it's an expectation, right? Like yeah. you don't what what um my one of my mentors, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Winslow Sargent, he talks about lifting your 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 floor, mm-hmm. right? If you have these degrees, you can't that can't be taken away from you. You can't fall, you only can fall so far. Right. And so by you going and doing these cool jobs and you uh having this experience, this portfolio of like things I've did, right? The easiest way, the most like Structured way for like a a kid that's 18 years old going into the world is by education and going through a school and having this accreditation from George Washington University or UMD saying, hey, you complete this program. This person knows how to study this person knows the subjects and they flailed out all the requirements. That's all it tells you. But what you build on top of that with your internships and your jobs and your portfolio, if you're into, you know, like Jason with the videography and stuff like that, um, you have to have this credibility. And that's by building a network and things that you do.
2: Absolutely. It's just a ticket. It's a ticket that gets you considered in the first place. Of course, depending on the industry that you're going into, right? Because there are some Uh, industries uh, where it does not matter. Genuinely. Like it doesn't, it's about who you know in a lot of industries. Well, it's about who you know. I think it's
0: about who you know know in every industry.
2: Honestly, i honestly, sorry. No, of course, of course. Wait, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. It matters in every industry, of course. But I think in some matters more than others. The matter of having that ticket, that being able to be considered. Because there are certain jobs you just are not going to be considered for unless you have a college degree, but there are others where it's like, no, like I can vouch for him. Like, Oh no, he's proven himself. Oh, he's put out this amount of work. She's put out this work to show that she can focus in on this make it happen. She's really about it. That summer really doesn't, it's not as uh as key.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate a lot of y'all's perspective. I think that there is a value to a degree. I think that in a lot of ways it can be very qualifying for people, but I also think that like, I'm of the belief, like, or not even the belief, but of just of the paradigm that, um, like our experience in this life, um, it's a lot more important to develop yourself than it is to like meet an external like world's demands. Um, We talk about like how as Black people, um, our ancestors fought for the opportunity for us to go to college. But like, I think that what we don't spend enough time about is how much there is like a normalization of struggle culture and how that's just like, almost deemed as like, okay, because it's like, oh, like, we're black, like, you know, our ancestors had to fight and struggle. So it's like, you know, this, there's like a, there's like a virtue in struggle culture. But I actually think that there's a virtue in breaking the cycle. Like so many of our ancestors never got to take a step back and say, hey, like, let me actually just heal myself. Like, I'm more important than whatever is happening outside of me. And I think that like, unfortunately, like, you know, um, that hadn't that wasn't really an option for so long. But if it's an option now where you can say, "Hey, like my mental health is like the highest priority for me, and I want to break cycles of struggle culture, I think that's just as virtuous as just going to get a degree because we were kept out of these doors in these rooms because it's like, why what's the value of the doors in the room? Not so that you can validate yourself to white America or valid, or just qualify yourself, but you can actually learn something actually feel like you're equipped to live a life of being a capable person but if on the other hand that thing that you're trying to get to qualify you is corroding you internally now you're just continuing trends of struggle culture and at the end of the day you're essentially not really going to be as intact as you want um that's my personal perspective um i don't believe that that means that college is not valuable but i think that it really depends on the person like i really think that like You know, um, you know, it's not a thing where it's like, oh, if you don't have a degree, you're not going to be successful in life. Honestly, there's so many people who have degrees who just honestly, like, can't get a job still. Like, that's just normal. Like, I have so many friends who are, you know, employed, but you can put out over 100 applications into Indeed or LinkedIn or whatever and not get a job. Just because you have a degree and a good application doesn't mean you're going to get a job. Like, I've seen that firsthand. So it's just like, you know, it's more about, like, in a lot of ways who you know but you know i'm, I'm into metaphysics i think it's, it's it's a lot about like being in alignment with yourself like you're not in this world to i mean i have a lot of thoughts on this and it's hard because it's like almost triggering i've spent so much time experiencing insecurity and stress about this choice but i i've also had to experience a lot of personal integrity too and recognize the validity and where i'm at but essentially it's what tall- i'm trying to say is that like yeah like um you know it depends on the person and um, you know, um I don't I think it's very dangerous when we're just like, oh, it has to look this one way. And you know, as black people, this is like what we need to do to honor our ancestors. I think it's equally honoring I of your ancestors what to, I said. to choose yourself. Hey,
3: can you just jump in real quick? So um as far as like with school, like what's the value in school? That's the question we were asking right here. And it's a question I've also considered myself throughout the years and growing up, my parents always told me to get an education because they did not want me to kind of end up like them, like working like these backbreaking jobs well until their uh, old age just to support us. And that's kind of like how, that was their perspectives into us going to college. And for me, it's like, there's this whole thing with like, the United States is a capitalist nation, right? everything we do is going to serve that notion that 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 ideal and as far as like college back when college first started like centuries ago it wasn't even it wasn't even to like make money it was just for enlightenment and then when more people more people started to go it just started to become this thing where like oh you're, you're gonna make money with it so for me i don't view my education in college like as just like a way to to make money, I viewed I viewed it as a way to like grow myself, kind of like what you say, Colin, like about like just growing yourself, and that's something I do outside of college as well. So, what's the value in school? Just get your education. Like my parents um, didn't get an education. My dad didn't go beyond like fifth grade in his country. My mom only has a high school education equivalent, high school education equivalent, and so. They don't really. They didn't really know much when they got into this country, right? So, basically, they're they're only hopeless to like give us a better life, so that we could have an education and hopefully with that investment, that the the fulfillment, the wish fulfillment, is to like give them a better life. So I guess that that's kind of like why we were given so much expectations because I guess from like immigrant parents, they wanted yeah. us to have a better life. It's like, like that's
0: debilitating, kind of- though. I think it gets to a point where it's like part of like what you might want as a parent who had to experience struggle is for your child to be able to experience a breadth of options. Right. Um, and you don't want to project your fear of the like fear for them onto them such that they like actually start actually operating in unhealthy patterns within them own selves. Like, I think that like, that's been my experience. My family's super on education you know what i'm saying my mom went to school all my sisters went to school you know i i went to school like i'm i was at the top of my class in high school i'm pro education what i'm against is all of these ideas that it has to be a certain way even when like sky and like, like sky was talking about like oh but you gotta create this portfolio because this like the world is pushed against you all right you know what i feel you right and i feel you i spent I, I thought about things that way in a lot of ways for a long time too right let me ask you to this. This look about it I could do everything right, but it won't make a difference. I'm still going to be black. Like I'm still, you see what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm still going to be. So my point is that it's like simply like, it, it gets to a point where it's like, I can try to do every single thing right so that I could survive in a world that I am inherently threatened by nature of my identity in, but it won't mean that I won't be threatened in that environment. And it's like, yeah, that could help. But at the end of the day, the difference is saying, you know what? I'm I'm tired of forcing myself to do things that don't resonate so that I can meet a world that doesn't see me. I'ma just see me. And upon seeing me,
1: I create my reality. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I get Colin, I, I get what you're saying with the options, right? Like you create your own autonomy, your own story, right? And the reason you know Jason's parents came here, my my mom and her parents and your your mom and everybody is hey, let's give options to our kids. And I think that's the bottom line. It's like what education creates is options and that's the easiest way of doing it there's other ways to do it and there's other ways and yeah the fact is shit's stacked against us and whatever whatever we do like so in your song colin you said the the, uh, the cop shot me but i couldn't show my diploma right I, like
0: 100 <laughs> yeah like
1: the fucking that that's how that's how it is but you still have to do everything in your power to go against that and re and create the resources get the resources to build your own reality right and so I think a lot of times when, when I was referring to with like the portfolio thing is like you're building your arsenal of people that you can rely on. Other people of color, other people that have mm-hmm. gone through that stuff that can like your 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 cousin and stuff like um, that went to law school. You you can use them as a resource. You have people that are in your in your wheelhouse that like if you need them you can call on them. I think that's like a big aspect. You you can achieve that without um, education. Like my dad, he's the guy, the tropa jersey, right? Is like it's a place where everyone has a guy. My dad has a guy for everything. You got plumbing, you got, you got car fixing cars. You got all this stuff. And it's like, my mom's always pissed. Cause she's like, this call like a regular thing. Cause you no, know, I got a guy for that. Like, <laughs> but that's just his network, you know? Right. And, and that's just kind of like, that's cool. Like you create that community. Um, and I think the accelerant of that is through, you know these campus experiences and going through that and, you know, having that on-campus life. Which is not, you know, equal for everybody because people have to commute or, you know, kind of get the, the raw end of the deal because they're not investing in that whole, you know, curated experience. When you have a lack of any of those components, then that that experience really hurts someone. But yeah. Alex right, Alexa, did you were trying to say something?
2: Uh man. Uh I feel like you really just said it <laughs> off. my I'm, so... I'm sorry. Um, I just There's so many different directions for this topic, right? Clearly. And we each have such different experiences. So we feel strongly about each of our experiences. Like for me, man, like college was amazing. I was honestly upset that it ended because of COVID and whatnot, because I was going to act a fool when I came back to school from like, from study. (laughs) Like I was ready to have so much fun because I was the student, right? Who started off and was just like, Um, I'm going to be a goody-two-shoes. I'm going to get my A's. I'm going to have my 18 credits. Quickly, that, yeah. the, that finished. I was like, not do that anymore. But then study abroad started. And honestly, all in all, I was on campus for three semesters total. Like, that's that's it. That's my entire college experience. It was cut short, taken from me, taken from us. Um, and so, yeah, I would be lying if I said I wasn't bitter about that. Um, and in some ways, absolutely used my academic career as a crutch. Um, at least when I first graduated, especially because it was a space where I felt comfortable. It was a space where everything that I needed to know was highlighted. Everything that mattered was clear. I didn't have to guess. There was no wondering what made sense, what didn't make sense, what's right to do next, what, what considerations to make. I didn't have to wonder about that stuff. And I loved that. I loved having community like that. I loved knowing that I could go down to the dorm and go see you. I knew that I could I'd see Colin, you know, at some point, maybe in the green or what? not the green. What What do we call it? The, the you, Vern. Who are, thank you. Or the
1: Vern. The burn, uh, either Vern,
2: whatever. Yeah. I'd see him around for sure. You know, and I love that. Like, that is for me, like, that's what made college yeah. such a great experience for me. So in thinking about, like, I never felt trapped. Like, college was required of me, yes, but I was also extremely excited for it. You're right, Colin. It was romanticized. And I fully (laughs) believed in that romanticization. And it honestly made my experience so joyful for me. Like, yes, there were moments where I was like, oh my God, I hate this. Naturally. But all in all, do I regret going to college in general? No, I don't. Um, Not one bit, not a little, not even a little bit. Because the amount of people that it exposed me to, the different ideas it exposed me to, the, the fact that it was one space where I could get so much from so many different directions. I could count on that every day. I would be challenged in some way. Oh man, sign me up, sign me up. It was amazing for that reason. But I could see in that same breath, like looking at my friend Taylor said before, where that was not the case for everyone, where that was not the case for everyone. And I don't think enough of us ask ourselves ahead of time. And I think it also depends on what kind of school you go to. Like GW was absolutely the kind of school where you go in having an idea of what you want to do going out. You do not come in having absolutely no clue whatsoever. I just don't think that it is a school for that. But if you have an idea in general, I think it's so beneficial because then you can go about forming the kind of network and connections and friends and expose yourself to the right people and and and, and jobs and all that stuff. Like I'm not saying it wasn't a struggle. I had three jobs every semester, but you know, we out here. <laughs> it's like, I had a plan for what I wanted it to be and it became so lovely because of that. Mm-hmm. I... And, but I do recognize that exists in a bubble and that's not everyone so in some ways yes I do see how it could ugh, I'm trying to think how would I want to word this like
1: it can be it can be um like stunt the growth of a person right like yeah it, it, it creates a negativity in your mind I know I know Colin we had like discussions about like just black men on campus there wasn't a lot of them mm. and how there was so much negative experiences and people would just like like leave, have to leave GW because it was just like toxic like they're trying to do STEM and and do coding where that's predominantly white men and they're professor white men. They can't relate to them. I went, I went to GW without a black professor. I never had a black professor. Never really had a black professor. And the closest thing I had was like a dude, a half Egyptian, half Italian guy. Like, (laughs) and he was just open and like he was diverse because he was an immigrant. He had, he talked about his experience and I was like, okay, I can relate a little bit to that. And when, when you don't see yourself in yeah. those positions of power, it's hard for people to be like, this is my space. And I think a lot of times when you're, that's why, you know, Lexi, you made a good point. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you don't have an idea what you want to do. You don't have that passion because I don't know what I want to do yet. Right. And so if it I don't is... have that passion or that fire in me, why am I going to put myself through this, like, you know, trauma? 100%. And I think that's, you know, what happened to the other people that, you know, we worked to school with. I agree.
2: Wait, yeah, the I'm fact already, about the black yeah. professor really hit me really, for a second. Because GW is the first place I have ever had a black educator. And, 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 Three and, and, times. I it depends on the classes. Professor. We you were the same, same major, but right. I didn't take those classes. That's so interesting. I, I, I had, I so just to share for everyone back home, like I had this one class in particular that really brought it home for me. And that's why I'm going to bring up this one in particular. The other two weren't like stress management and human sexuality. But this one. Management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, Dr. Khalil Kyle, Kyle Kendall. She's amazing. Um. Anyway. But Professor Jennifer James, this woman changed my life, changed my life. I know we have to end soon, but she changed my life by way of we had this class called Black Literature. And it was the first time I'd ever been exposed to so many Black students in one space at GW. It was almost entirely Black women in that class. And I mean Black women from all sides, all corners of the country, all corners of the world. We had a girl from um. oh my God, Ghana, whose father owns like this huge business corporation and she'd come in with like Gucci and stuff. And I'm like, what? Like, I've never seen this before. It's amazing. And then the things that we would read in class and the way that our professor would teach us, she was so, just kept us to a certain level of, of, of work. Like if you're not proud of the work that you're giving to me, take it back. I'm not grading it. Like you take, you only hand me your work when you're proud of it. When you want to read this in front of a podium, then you bring me your work. I had never been told that before. I was always told, just get it done. Mm-hmm. She helped me to a whole other standard. And I just think that that's the kind of thing that college exposes us to the opportunity for. It's not necessarily something that everyone's gonna get, obviously, since you're talking about you didn't get to have that particular experience, but I know for a fact I wouldn't have had it anywhere else. Right. I know for a fact. And I think college is that just that it's exposure. It's this immense opportunity for saturated exposure. Yeah, that um, to get anywhere else among people with your same of uh, your around the same age and whatnot is is unlikely, not impossible, and not at all you know, not impossible at all, but definitely not easy to come to to, to get together and yeah, organize. I
0: I agree with what you guys say in terms of just the social capital that you can gain in college, whether it's just with peers and other students or professors. I think it's just great to connect with people in a um, diverse intellectual capacity. Um, And I will say that, you know, I've had a lot of great memories and experiences having been a college student um, that I value. But, you know, what frustrates me personally, um, it's almost like triggering for me to even have this conversation because I'm currently going through a season, which is the recoil of a difficult decision that I had to make, but I made in honor of myself, is that I definitely value a degree and I actually see the value in college I just don't see the value in college at the expense of yourself and I think that's just like the what's so difficult for me is that when I communicate a lot of my ideas about just the nuance of thinking about your overall path in life and self-discovery um seeking fulfillment and thereafter like sometimes like maybe going against the grain so that you can honor your own internal cultivation the frustration is that the it insinuates that like oh he like doesn't like okay you left school you must not like think that getting you must not agree with me that getting a degree makes sense no it does make sense but I just think that like unfortunately we don't spend enough time thinking about mental health and neurodivergence within college. Like I spent so much time fighting to make this work. I actually put so much into it. And it's like DSS at GW at best, like I would get a extension and that's not what I needed. Like I needed a new way to experience the class and that's not what my school offered. So I literally had to force it. And every single week was like impossible for me, even though I I was very intelligent. And so it's just frustrating because it's you like if you make a I am intelligent. Yeah, don't. And like when you make us. a decision like that, it's like it's so alienating, it's so isolated because your whole identity was this and now when you're talking about oh I'm honoring myself and I'm trying to just take this, a different path because I recognize that this is not necessary for the things that I want out of life, people are just like, "Oh, but this this that and that and this." And I'm like, "I appreciate that, but those things can coexist. College can still have value." But it also may not be worth your sense of self, like especially if due to your mental health. And I didn't know I didn't come into school knowing I had bipolar. I was diagnosed halfway through being in school. And then I was just trying to figure it out after being diagnosed. And it just just wasn't working. Took a semester off, had a great year working and just living my life normally. And then I was like, oh, I have to come back to D.C. to continue my school work. I wish I could just take it online, but I had to go back to D.C., which was very triggering for me. I went back and it just still wasn't working for me, even after Having a whole team of therapists, a life coach trying to work with DSS, it just wasn't working based off of my neurodivergence. And it didn't mean I wasn't intelligent, it didn't mean that I don't value school. It doesn't mean that I don't appreciate the sacrifice our ancestors have done. It doesn't mean that I don't think that we need to have a portfolio. And I recognize all of these things, but still think that it's the most important aspect of our life experience is honoring yourself and inner development because it's from that place that you can set the energetic tone it's from that place that you can attract opportunities it's from that place that you can realize yourself not only yeah. internally but externally if you people please because that's an expectation especially if that's just not complimentary to your your mental health you are going to lose in the end and that's my personal my experiences. Am I saying that college is wrong or bad? No, but I think it's so so important for young adults to recognize that it doesn't have to look one way, and it's so it's more important that you honor your own sense of self and your own inner fulfillment because you can get the degree and not be fulfilled, and you're here to live life for you. You're not living life for anyone else. So, I I, I get it as a black man as a, as a son of an immigrant. It's important for us to honor these things. It's important for us to try. And and trust me, I tried. But I want anybody who's listening right now who maybe feels like college isn't for them, take a step back and recognize that that's actually a valid feeling. You're not wrong for feeling that this isn't working for you. You're not wrong for wanting to try to develop in other areas. You're not wrong for feeling that, like, you know, this is, it's just not connecting. If it's not connecting, you don't have to do anything. And actually, honestly, like, as somebody like like degree or not, it's hard to get a job. And so it's like, what I think really gets people on a path of moment, like momentous path, where they start experiencing a lot of like opportunities and things of that nature is when they get in alignment with themselves, you got to get in alignment with yourself, whatever that looks like. And if that's without a degree, so be it, that's, that's fine. But get in alignment with yourself, honor yourself, and that's going to put you on path. So and that doesn't mean that anybody's perspectives about college are thereafter invalid. It's just prioritize your peace, dude,
1: at any cost. There you go. Prioritize your peace.
2: Thank you for listening to the 2721 Club. Make sure to subscribe to hear more episodes and give us your reviews. Follow us on all major streaming platforms along with Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube.
0: Waking up my people like I said it's over. I'm no longer. It's hey. can